0: From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone and welcome to the Diz Unplugged roundtable discussion for the week of March 6, 2012. I'm John Magi and I'll be your host this week. I am joined by our Orlando team, Kathy Whirling. Julie Martin, what was that? Just had a blank. I did. I completely forgot who she was. (laughs) Looked
1: up and you're raising your hand. What was that?
0: Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, and Max, the intern, working the controls this week. Um, Pete and Walter are not with us. They are on a Royal Caribbean cruise, and Corey is taking care of Ferris.
2: Yes, he's taking care of Ferris and Finley, and hopefully he's getting them to nap.
1: (laughs) Good luck with that.
0: In this week's show, Kevin and I are going to talk about uh, the Tables in Wonderland event we attended at the Disney Design and Display Warehouse. Kathy and Teresa tell us about spending time in the Magic Kingdom during one more Disney Day. And Kevin and I will also share our experience on the Disney Fantasy this past week. All that plus news, rapid fire, and... Much, much more. On this week's Dis Unplugged all right let's get some housekeeping going anybody have any housekeeping they want to talk about yeah these headphones are really tight in this okay, chair that's not, what oh. you, sorry <laughs> not we're talking about your headphones okay sorry i
3: want to Wait. thank everybody that came out for our one more disney day you guys yeah. had
0: a lot of people i saw the yeah. photo
3: and they,
1: they weren't all in the p- picture either yeah. some of them oh wow more than, than that. that yeah it was fun and
0: Teresa broke the
1: i did not yeah. Okay, yes, right, well did. tell
0: us about that in your segment. Okay. Tell us about that. Any other housekeeping we need to take care of?
4: Wow. I don't think so. I do uh, yes. I would like to thank <laughs> everyone for all the good wishes on the Diz unplugged board. Thank you thank very you much. Thank you much. John and I appreciate it. Do you want to tell them why you're thanking them for the people who don't read the boards? <laughs> John and I got married on March first at eleven twenty in the morning in New York City. March first.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Wow.
4: And don't worry if you weren't invited. Nobody was.
2: Hopefully, that's the easy number 3112. You'll be able to remember that. It's one month for April Fool's Day. There you go. Right.
4: There you go. <laughs>
1: one right. day after Leap Day.
0: Okay, whatever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Since we don't have any really good housekeeping to talk about, <laughs> let's go right into the news. Kathy has agreed to read the news for me this week. Uh oh.
3: Yeah, and I got a death story. Yeah,
2: death and doom.
0: (laughs)
3: Again, (laughs) doom and destruction. It's not your fault, right? It's my fault. (laughs) And I got big words, too. It's a small world songwriter. Robert Sherman dies at 86. Songwriter Robert Sherman, best known for penning the infectious Disney tunes, It's a Small World After All and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, died Monday, March 5th in London. While few details are currently known about his death, news of the 86-year-old's death was posted by Sherman's son, Jeff, late Monday evening via Facebook. Sherman had accumulated a slew of prestigious awards throughout his career, including two Academy Awards and one Grammy Award and many more nominations. With his brother, Richard Sherman, together known as the Sherman Brothers, he was honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of
4: Fame in 1976.
2: Very sad. It is sad. But he, and, he was English?
4: No, no. Oh, no I didn't know he was living they, there. They wouldn't. lived in London. Yeah. He had been very ill for a while. Um, I remember back around 2000, 2001, there, the last Disney Anna convention that they had at the Contemporary, I, had a, I was lucky enough to meet Richard Sherman. And I asked if his brother was there with him. And he said his brother was not in good health and didn't really travel much anymore. So it, that long ago this was something that was a concern so
3: i hope they the two brothers made their peace cuz wasn't there fussings between the two of them
4: for a long time they did not get along
2: well 86 there's a
4: very, there's a very yeah, yeah, yeah. i apologize i didn't mean to interrupt please go ahead
2: 86 years is quite a nice life to live mm-hmm. I, I have to say that's a long time yeah really
4: there's a great um, movie called for the boys it's good. Or I'm sorry, the boys for the boys is a Bette Midler movie. I was the to boys. Oh, um, uh, it's available on iTunes, and it's very interesting. It's done. It was originally done by their two sons, but Richard and Robin, or Richard and Robert, are in the movie. So I found it fascinating. I think anybody who's a Disney fan would be interested. You Have to watch
3: that. We ready for the next story? Sure. Bomb scare at Disneyland closes park for the first time since 9/11. The Disneyland Park was turned upside down when the bomb squad was called in after a suspicious package was found near the ticket booths at Disneyland in Anaheim, California, on Saturday, March 3, 2012. A guard had seen the object around 7 a.m. during the morning walkthrough, which prompted him to call the police. The gates to Disneyland, California Adventure, and Downtown Disney were shut down, and nobody could enter or exit the park for hours. Luckily, the object was cleared as it turned out to be a rolled-up piece of paper with some kind of message on it. It was part of a geocaching game and was considered to be harmless. After about 11 a.m., the parks reopened, which prompted Disney to keep their parks open an extra hour that night to
0: satisfy guests. A rolled-up piece of paper? Are you familiar with this geocaching thing that people do? It's not just Disney. They do it all all over over the the world, and it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. Okay. And you give somebody coordinates coordinates to an object and once they find that they then have a clue to get to the next Our object. National treasure kind of a thing? Yeah, a little Kinda. bit. Kinda. So how
1: big was this thing
3: then?
0: If it if it, was, it was, was a rolled up piece of paper. It was in a piece of PVC pipe. Yeah, I'd heard oh, that. Okay, oh, okay, well that's there true. You go. I had heard that too, but I'm not reading it anywhere in the news story, oh, really? so I don't know if they're missing it or... or it was oh,
2: in the early stories. So well. That would make more sense. Yeah, because if I just saw a rolled up piece of paper, my first thought would not be bomb.
1: I'd go trash. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go I think bomb. that would alert somebody more, like a PVC pipe yeah, somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Draw your eye, but to, I mean you
2: have to give
3: Disney credit for oh, like being safe. looking that intently that they saw something like in
4: a tree. I absolutely give the guard credit for seeing something that he didn't oh, think Oh yeah, of. I, I'm glad he's. Oh yeah,
2: there. because what if it really had been something right. that was dangerous? For, for sure, that's he
3: but was doing his job. It's sad that nowadays, you know, that, that's that what you think immediately. You, yes. Instead that, of yeah. like, hey, we're all at Disneyland to have a great time. Really,
1: let me go get that thing out of the tree or whatever. No, yeah. you have to. It's. Times. Well, I and guess.
3: apparently the person who put it there then called police and said he was the one that did it.
0: He didn't break any laws, right. did he? No. Right. He wasn't doing anything he shouldn't have been doing. It wasn't did. malicious. Right.
3: But how do you do that? Um, excuse me, officer, <laughs> sir? Yeah, I left something in a tree that you guys are all looking at.
1: Really?
0: I, I don't know
3: how get do, it. you do uh, that.
0: It's to talking to the microphone. Don't explode my clue.
4: <laughs> uh, it wasn't worth repeating, was it? That was worth leaning in close for. All right.
3: Okay, our third and final story is costume details revealed for Disney's New Fantasyland. Disney released details about some of the costumes cast members will wear in the New Fantasyland at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. There will be 15 to 16 new looks for the different parts of the expanded section of the park, which will be opening its first features later this month. We put a little storyline together to try and help us figure out where we wanted to go with the costumes," said Pam Flint with Walt Disney World costuming. We wanted all the locations to have very specific costumes to make it more of a community look. The first part of the D- Fantasyland expansion to be open to the public is Storybook Circus, which will feature the first of two dueling Dumbo rides under a big top and the Goofy Roller Coaster, formerly known, formerly part of Mickey's Toontown Fair. Storybook Circus is a sort of a mini land, actually, within the Fantasyland expansion, said Disney Imagineer Chris Beatty, creative director for the Magic Kingdom expansion. So, when we arrive at the circus and we step through the portal, it really takes on a different story. The attraction guides will feature, will resemble a ringmaster, and the hostess will be like a carnival barker to draw you in. The costumes for the Beauty and Beast section of the new Fantasyland play precise homage, homage, to the characters from that movie. The cast that work at Gaston's tavern, I mean they look just like Gaston, Beatty said.
1: It will really <laughs> wow, <that was> cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> It will really feel like they just stepped out of that story. The attraction host costumes will be that of a forest dweller or hunter look, while the merchandise locations will be a little more upscale. <laughs> dweller. Because the merchants that come to sell their wares are from the courtyard part of fantasy
0: land.
2: Okay, I'm thinking the Huntsman from Snow White. What, Huntsman, I said, you know, Robin Hoody looking
1: thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Have you seen the pictures? Yeah. No, they're I actually haven't seen them. they're they're really well done. When they talk about 15, 16 different costumes, they they're talking about male and female versions of it. Yeah. So oh, it's okay. kind of like for every, you know, there's a skirt instead of pants is basically what the difference. Well, is. Oh, it's two costumes. right.
3: But wouldn't you like to be at that meeting? Like, oh no, no, no! I think we should do this.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be cool. A very cool, creative job at Disney, huh? Uh, yeah, designing the costumes.
3: And now, just think what they have to make like hundreds or
2: thousands of yeah. these costumes so that all everybody the costumes get. Are- yeah,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great idea because when you go into something like um,
2: the costuming warehouse is incredible. It is. It is. Yes. I mean, I it it's it's unbelievable. Like even just being a lifeguard, you know, going to the one at Blizzard Beach, it's gigantic. You know, they issue you your things. You know, you need new ones. You turn those in. You, yeah. It, it's it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah, It's huge. I've and been to the one at Epcot.
3: And I can remember when Katie was on the college program and I'd drop her off outside and she goes, you know, regular people can't go in that building. And I always wanted to see what it was like in there.
4: Regular people. <laughs> regular <laughs> people. Maybe well, regulars.
3: You know, and I'm like, you know, I'll never get to see the inside of that building. And then when we did one of the backstage tours... And I got to go in, and and it's like, wow. Yeah. That is really a... The
1: organizing, it just kills me.
0: There's been some changes to the whole costuming system. Like, cast members now can take costumes home, and in the past, they couldn't. Mm -hmm. When I worked there, and I saw these areas, they were really cool, because everything was barcoded. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. returned your costume It yep. was scanned It yeah. showed that you brought it back You got a new one the next time I don't know what they do now I guess they still barcode it but I mean my swimsuit a, was
1: barcoded Yeah you have a choice I know Kelvin's is all barcoded at, So uh, you went back
0: Universal. And you wouldn't have the same swimsuit You'd have um, a different? When
2: I was issued my suits We could take them home And we could reuse those As much as we wanted wash them ourselves You know But yes so You, you a swimsuit
4: I think that's it's, kind of It's yeah. kind
2: of right yeah.
4: You can't even return a swimsuit
2: I know
1: I yeah. know
4: <laughs> Look at
2: no, nah, this I isn't mean, mine. I, w- I would hope <laughs> and trust that Disney has like extreme, obvious, you know, sanitary measures that they take in washing stuff like that. But kind of I would hope they have like a uh, a limited life, right?
0: Well, every costume does because it can't show a certain amount of wear. So I would right. think that's true too. And we I would think, think so those would be assigned to you,
4: and that's it. Uh, yeah, they
2: weren't. that might be now. Me out a little, but they weren't.
4: Yeah, that's kind of creepy. There's cupping involved.
2: <laughs> cupping. <Yeah>. Cupping. <laughs> hey, I'd say it's even more personal for the women. Yeah, there's well, I went
1: other cupping. things involved.
2: <laughs> the laundry, too,
3: was interesting. When they showed you, like, the, the uniforms, like, when they laundered them and they were, like, going overhead. And then when they took you into the room where they were, like, altering them and fixing the button or shortening them or... It's just amazing that there's that whole part of Disney
0: that a lot you of don't people even, don't think about. Don't them, even but think about Disney it. Disney
3: has that all down to a science.
0: Did you ever go into the one where they do like the, the guest towels and the sheets and stuff? Yeah. It's like a mountain of towels. It's crazy.
3: And like how many towels go into a washer right. and then the washer tips over and like the clothes come out of the washer? Like slightly damp, and they put them on the. It's like my them. house. Go ahead. But do do, but do yours have the radio tag that then they know which track around the room it goes and no. the ones they, it, you know they
1: iron it and mine stay in the washer too long and I have to rewash them because I've yeah <laughs> that's happened to me. <laughs> they
4: get that funky smell. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cool though. The whole thing is just fascinating. And did
3: they show you like there's like families that that don't speak a lot of English. That are the ones that that do a lot of this stuff for oh. Disney. It's like entire little families and like little groups in there that that.
2: Are we, okay, this
3: is not even like illegal. Developers. Well, no, they 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 like it. It's a chance for them
1: to wait a minute. Like they bring in whole little families of seamstress people, and the ones that hang the stuff up on the those are taller people, right? <laughs> but they
3: don't speak any English, and this is like their little. I want to say like really? subculture in there that they do the laundry and they're quite proud of what they do and I thought that's that was cool sort of though
0: neat that I don't know it sounds really weird it
3: sounds weird <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was neat that if you were somebody living here that didn't speak a lot of English sub-culture. you had a chance to
1: get a job yeah, somewhere that's very true but did you have to have your family with you can you no, go no, individually no, 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 no. and no no we need four more people. <laughs> Four, group of four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Max, you got to learn how to sew a straight seam.
0: <laughs> Can you go to, like, the single washer line? Yeah. <laughs> don't you.
4: Really strange. Is this that. true?
3: Are you making this up? <laughs> no, they showed us that when we did the tour of the laundry.
4: We bought this family in. <laughs> <laughs> It, it sounds all very illegal to so me. It amazing. does. It, it sounds, sounds bizarre. If
3: were here,
1: they would tell you, because they were on the tour with me.
0: They didn't pay their room bill. So now <laughs> yeah, they <really>. washing <laughs> as a family. So the poor
1: little family that never...
0: <laughs> Tried to skip that.
1: <laughs> Picked him up at Pop and brought him over to... that's oh, just bizarre. Right,
0: this okay. new story went in a really weird place. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kathy. Let's You're move welcome. on to Rapid Fire. Who'd like to go first? I will. Over here. Who'd like
1: to go first? All Anybody? Right. I will. Teresa. But I have like a plethora Plethora. you have used that word three times so far today. <laughs> Due to construction on the new Disney Vacation Club property at the Grand Floridian, the Walt Disney World monorail will soon be running on limited hours. Kevin, the Magic Kingdom <laughs> Resort Loop.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. Will
1: be closed from 11:30 a.m. to 6 p.m. during the affected days. No specific dates have been announced yet. And it started last week. This past week.
3: And I heard it caught a lot of cast members by surprise that they didn't know that this really? was happening and they thought that there was a problem rather than a plan. Wow. Village. So
1: the Magic Kingdom resorts have to rely on buses and boats to get to the theme parks. I
4: think the reaction from folks is kind of funny. That they're so inconvenienced that they believe that they should get something for this. Mm. Free dining, no, free parking. Oh,
1: they're getting free dining, some of them. <laughs>
4: That's bizarre, I just think You know one of the three modes of transportation to the parks isn't working, so you deserve something for free.
3: And it's limited. I mean, it's not closed during the morning rush. It's right. 11.30 to 6, I think yeah. it is. So unless you were going back to your resort for, like, lunch or you'd been somewhere for – I mean, Disney does knock themselves out, yeah. though, with putting extra buses and – It's uh, a little inconvenient,
4: boats. but – There's the, the small boats which go to the Grand Floridian and the Poly. Mm-hmm. There's the buses. There's the uh, – the big ferry boats. So people are wanting something because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Of course. Their vacations are ruined.
1: Didn't you Say, know? That's, that's like really- saying the, the highway down the road is under construction. It's inconvenient. I'm not paying my taxes. Yeah. Well. Okay. You know, I want to cut. Give me a break.
0: And they're doing it for a good reason. They're doing it for safety. Yeah. Because construction is going to be going on and
4: around the monorail. You don't want... They're actually building the DVC property over the monorail. Yeah. Really? Really?
3: And there was Teresa. also supposed to be a problem with the beam up near the beam. poly for the last, I don't know how many months that they had to go slow through there. So they're taking this time then to also work on the beam as they're lifting the beams for the building over the beam for the monorail and the beams for the building.
4: Beam. Beams. Beams.
0: Yeah,
2: that was a lot of beams. Really? At yeah. uh, first, I thought <laughs> it was a
1: plethora of beams. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Teresa. Kevin, do you have a wrap I do! Our uh, Adventures by Disney trip to London and Paris for October 8th, starting October 8th, is still available. There are seats still available. If you're interested, please let me know. Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. We'll be spending some days in London. We'll be spending some days in the English countryside, going to Stonehenge. My favorite henge. <laughs> we'll then be taking the channel to Paris and... The Diz is the only group that has a guided tour of Disneyland Paris at the end of our trip. Very excited about some very cool stuff we get to do. We're going to get a
0: an Imagineer to go with us through the Haunted Mansion. Ooh! Then we're going to have
4: one explain the Laundry Families. You're <laughs> <laughs> the Laundry Family.
1: Yeah, are the American families over there?
2: Oh
4: Lord! They
1: oh <laughs> right. wouldn't be French.
4: Thank you oh, I'm not going then. I don't want to be snatched up and the laundry.
0: <laughs> Kathy, what about you?
3: Okay. Um, we're starting to hear um, some stories that there's a glitch in the reservation system at Disney. The dining reservation well, system. It's also the Bibby Bobbity Boutique. It's like anything tours, supposedly rooms. This is supposed to be everything. That's I wonder if
0: it's in. a result of that upgrade they did. The great. beams.
3: I don't know. I haven't heard that. So...
1: What's the glitch? That they overbooked everything. Everything. So there's like little girls backed up for. So there's baby a chance booking. you could go and they baby. say,
2: we can't see you today or you can't dine here today. Right. But I have a oh. reservation number. What are you going to do
1: about it? Yeah. Well, tell us. I
3: know some of the restaurants, they've added extra hours to try mm. to accommodate some of this. Now, what they're doing at like the boutiques and the tours. They're
4: going to let people ride the monorail between 11 and 6. <laughs> Wow.
3: It's, it's, it's going to be.
0: They say that managers are prepared for guest recovery. Yeah. Well, what, prepared? Begin. When's
1: this happening? When's it? Is it happening
3: now? It's is now, it,
1: for the next 180 days. So no dining to be had if you want to try to get something? No,
3: no, I'm sure
2: you could. Yeah. I'm just scared because we have a dining reservation uh, towards the end of the month.
0: They have to let us know how it goes. Yeah.
3: yeah I mean, I'm, you know, there's still always those people that make a reservation that don't show up. Right. So that's going to help some. And I'm sure whatever they've done to try to accommodate everybody, I'm sure Disney's going to go above and beyond. I'm sure
4: if Disney finds out that the 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock hour is wildly overbooked, they'll try and move guests. or I'm sure they'll do something.
3: And I'm sure there'll be some guests that no matter what Disney does, it will just not be enough and their vacations will be ruined.
1: You know, stuff happens. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. yeah, I could be. A, right. I could use a stronger word, but
0: oh, wise it one. Huh? Then happens? Yeah,
1: it happens. <laughs> it happens. All
0: right, we'll have to keep an eye on that and see how guests are affected. If it, you're affected by it, let us know. And let I have another an one.
3: I don't have a plethora like Julie, but um, they've changed the opening date for Dumbo. It's now April 1st instead of it was March. That's 12. April Fool's Day, though. Are we sure? Supposedly, haha. Ha,
2: jokes on you. It's <laughs> not opening. <laughs> It showed it
3: closed through the end of the month. It was supposed to reopen on the 13th, 12th of the 13th, and they pushed it back.
0: Hmm. So that's mine. Well, well. All right. Thank you, Kathy.
2: Um, I'm going to talk about St. Patrick's Day. Um, of course, Raglan Road, they're actually celebrating early on March 15th, which would be Thursday, right? Yeah, because St. Patrick's Day is actually on Saturday. Uh, Chef Kevin, I'm going to say, I don't know how to pronounce this, Dundon? I don't yeah. know. That D-U-N-D-O-N. So I think I'm right. He's going to host a culinary demo featuring a four-course lunch, followed by tastings and wine pairings. Dishes include a thick-cut hickory-smoked Irish salmon served on buttered leeks with mead cream reduction, espresso of roasted tomato and gin soup, loin of traditional Irish bacon with Irish mist glaze on colcannon potato with parsley cream sauce, Ooh. and a jam jar of rhubarb jelly panna cotta.
1: Irish loins.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's what you got out of that. Loin of bacon. I never got past that. (laughs) It's $45. Tax and gratuity are not included. Um, For more information, you can call 407-WDW-DINE or visit raglanroad.com. If you're looking for something off property and maybe you want to celebrate on St. Patrick's Day, there's a, a pub called Kitty O'Shea's. It's the gem of the Emerald Isle, supposedly, and it's um, at Palm Parkway and Apopka Vineland. It's actually 8470 Palm Parkway. They usually have drink specials and things like that. I went to their website, and I couldn't find any specific St. Patrick's Day like event going on, but I'm sure they'll be doing something fun.
0: There's a couple. There's one out. I don't know if you have this on your list. There's one out in um, Festival Bay. Kitty O'Shea's? No, there's a different Irish. Oh, uh, oh. I, I don't know. If,
2: <laughs> I was just thinking of closer to uh, um, Disney,
0: but and then there's one right out on International Drive. I can't remember the name of that one either. By um,
1: Beef O'Brady or something. No, it's no.
0: not. It's not a chain. <laughs> it's it,
2: uh, uh, there I is know. a real Beef O'Brady. In there, there is Beef O'Brady. Okay, Brady. I thought but it's a chain that. restaurant, and it's okay. not so
1: great. Right. I've never been there.
2: And then um, Universal's having St. Patrick's Day festivities on Saturday, March 17th. Um, this will be at Pat O'Brien's from 12 p.m. to close. It's free admission until 6, and then you must be 21 after 6 p.m., and admission will be $12. This, and then VIP admission will be $20. That includes private balcony access, light appetizers, and free admission to select CityWalk Clubs. Please remember to wear your green and come and party with us. We're going to have a live rock band, dueling pianos, stilt walkers, bead girls, and more. There will be traditional Irish food and drink specials will be available. $3 domestic drafts, $9 hurricanes, and those prices are good from 12 to 4 on Saturday. You can buy your tickets now at CityWalk or you can call Guest Services at 407-224-2691.
3: But that's going to be busy.
2: Oh, yeah. it'll be packed. It's usually a lot of fun, though. And then um, Velvet Sessions is coming up at the end of the month. It'll be on Thursday, March 29th at 6.30 p.m. The reason I'm mentioning it is because it's one of my favorite bands, Tonic. They're from the late 90s. Their first album, Lemon Parade, was released in July of 1996. Um, hits include If You Could Only See, Open Up Your Eyes, and Casual Affair. Do you guys know any of these? No, could you sing? What's, a few what, what is this from? What is If you could only see the way she loves me.
0: I recognize that song. Do you? Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What what era was it?
0: 1996.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I I was
1: 16, so... Like I was home with children One of my favorite any. songs I don't play music there, man. <laughs> The ABC song And all that stuff <laughs> If you
2: buy tickets online They're $29 VelvetSessions.com It'll be 35 at the door And then VIP would be 50 bucks. They always have oh. free, um, Finger foods and warm up tunes Starting at 6.30 And there will be a cash bar And the band starts From 8.30 on So if you're in the area And you'd like to go see them I might
0: very cool. Thank you, Julie. My rapid fire is um, new free dining offers out there for travel. Uh, August 25th, 2012 to September 9th, 2012. Select 29th. dates. September 29th. What did I say? 9th. August 25th through September 29th, 2012. Just make sure I get it right. Uh, you book a five-night, six-day Walt Disney World vacation package, and you can get free dining. With a value resort, you get the quick service dining for free. With a moderate deluxe or deluxe villas resort, you can get the regular dining for free. Uh, a couple of restrictions, including t- uh, some dates are blocked out. But in addition, it's not available with family <coughs> suites or the art of animation resort. <laughs> huh. Oh, Teresa's crestfallen.
1: Oh, surprise,
2: what
0: a surprise. yeah. vacation is ruined. Really?
4: vacation is ruined.
2: I have a quick question. I should have mentioned this in housekeeping. I saw that today they're starting to enforce the... Fast pass times? Mm-hmm. Yes. The yeah. end times? Yeah, I we, bet it's going to be crazy.
0: Yeah, we talked about that two weeks ago or last week. I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I mean, I knew it was right. coming, but they actually in- initiated Eight, it. Yes. Yeah,
0: cast members were doing it sort of on their own before now and then before this time and now they're again doing it.
2: So. I mean, I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really do.
0: But, I, you know, we talked about it. There's no, that's the rule. The rule has always been you can return during a certain time. So it's not like they've changed it. No. They're just enforcing it. They just Relax before and so we'll see what happens i mean i you know hopefully disney will handle it appropriately and people won't be mad about it but you gotta think we talked about this too how many people really know you can go past your fast pass time i don't think many right i think most people go and get their fast pass and think this is the time i have to return Mm -hmm. so hopefully won't be a big inconvenience all right that'll do it for rapid fire and that'll do it for this segment thank you everybody for listening and stay tuned for another episode of the Diz Unplugged